All right, everybody, we're at uh, Fruit of the Boom Podcast. It's our first episode. I'm here with JBJR, I'm Matt Sawicki. How you doing, bud? Man, brother, man, good to do this, man. I'm glad we got this off the ground, huh? Yeah, it's been a second we've been talking about it, but here we are, finally, first cast. Uh, we got the homie trifecta's beats playing because we got the homie trifecta in the building. I may or may not be in the building. <laughs> <laughs> How you been doing, brother, man? Pretty good. Um, just laying low, building a little bit. Oh, shit. Hey. <laughs> You in that dungeon, I feel you, I feel you, I feel yeah, you. That's the best place. It's cozy in the dungeon, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> everything's there. You, you know where everything's at. You, you can eat where you want. You know, you can spill stuff. You clean it up. Nobody's on your back. It's your dungeon. What are you, you going to do? Tell me now. Right. So the whole point of this uh, podcast that uh, Matt and I created um, was basically we had an idea because we actually do um, judging together at the Fresh Produce um, beat competition every first or second Wednesday, usually at the Atomic Cowboy yep. in um, St. Louis. St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. So we've been doing this scene for quite some time, and uh, we decided, you know, we hear enough podcasts, and there's no shade to any like, artists or anything like bands or anything like that, but it's a lot of shows catered to those types. Sure, of sure. But you never really hear like about the producer. You never hear, hear about the DJ or the engine. Like the people the behind, behind the, the scenes, you right? Know? The people that make the music pop for that artist or for that band. Yeah. So you never really hear that. I wanted to go ahead and have a more of an outlet starting here in St. Louis, starting with people I really do fuck with. And one of the people that actually got me into like this whole scene is actually our guest trifecta. So he got me in the scene back in 2009. I've been in the beat competitions and me and him together, all three of us, as a matter of fact, yeah. at one point. Yeah. So, you know, and we all ran through the gauntlet, you know, beat each other, lost against each other, but we all got a great camaraderie. So it's just one of those things that I wanted to showcase that. Oh, yeah. That, that right there. Yeah, I love our scene locally. I'll, anytime we do something with the producers, they come out, you know, I don't, I don't remember there being any black, bad blood anywhere. Everybody's always looking to teach each other something different and bounce think, ideas off each other and just listen. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's no, it's the a healthy thing. scene. Yeah. So yeah, we we host the uh, or we don't host. Well, I host now. I started right. hosting Fresh Produce, uh, but we also you know it's a beat battle. We do it first uh, Wednesday every month. Uh, it's a tournament style bracket, uh, eight head to head, and uh, we'll be featuring all the producers and cats that come through there uh, on this show. So tune in in the future and check out what we got coming. Most definitely. The next one will be in February, correct? Yeah, we'll be back February. I think it's like early February. Somewhere around <laughs> the it, first, yes. <laughs> the first, maybe the first even. I'm not sure. Yeah, you win money so. and you win studio time yeah. and you win girls and shit. Yeah, admiration. <laughs> you take off in a Camaro Man. doing burnouts. Yes. Man, right? <laughs> what producer does not want in on that? <laughs> Man. So, uh, now, Trifecta, my brother, man, you know, I know you personally, and we straight homies, you know, on and off the scene and shit. So, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Like, what got you into this game of music production? Like, tell us about your early beginnings in it. Man, um, I used to go to Lindenwood back, I'm bad with, what, what was it, about 99, 98, 90, no, 2000, I don't know. I don't know, it all runs together. But back when I was in college, I had some roommates. I was actually in school. Um, I was doing like business management, education, had a, a track scholarship, uh, okay. pursuing basketball. Nice. And one of my roommates, uh, a good friend of mine, Stacy Clayton, he was into music. He sang and he played piano um, for the church and for anybody really and he had a Roland XP80 nice nice and uh one day he was messing with it and he's messing with one of the kits and it was the one from uh 112 that Cupid uh-huh and it was that simple and I played with that shit for like a week I was like this is amazing I could just make the same shit I just heard on the radio it's crazy yeah so I went through that whole phase of just like playing around remaking stuff mm. um I think that's an important phase too, you right. know. Yeah, it's it's, it's learning, just kind of feeling your way around. Like once you really, once you really get off into, once you start touching the equipment and and hearing the sounds and scrolling through and finding your way through it and remembering it for the next time and right. remembering to save because the last time you forgot to save <laughs> and all of that shit. Like once you get into that, it's it's, it's really fun. So I, I fell down that wormhole back then, and then um, as far as like 
beat battling. Um, I got to a point after so many years of you know messing around and feeling my way through that I could make loops and and you know kind of diversify how the loops would sound and yeah. different sequences mm-hmm. and you know I had my cousins they would rap on stuff and and actually uh, we use like an MTV music generator because mm-hmm. we weren't serious we were just messing with it because we could like saving stuff on memory cards like right. we weren't bouncing nothing down nah, man in the to studio. go back yeah. dude old PlayStation days yeah right. we were just doing stuff because you know we got tired of playing the other PlayStation games and this was some crazy shit that's so. never the same too you know you keep playing a different yeah right. yeah so we did that and after a while you know you get somebody hey you know I think I rap you think you make beats I think I rap maybe we should think about doing some shit so we think about doing some shit and then we eventually find somebody who had like a little recording set up in the closet or you know in the back room and then we did that phase and after a while like you know you start making stuff and people putting projects around it and trying to do mixtapes and putting it out and sure and you know it's like okay it's good enough to use not necessarily good enough to sell but i'm okay with that i know where my place is right now i'm not fucking timberland i just started doing this shit right right right. but there were a lot of other people who were just kind of doing it and maybe a couple levels above me who were like doing beat battles and to be perfectly honest i got into it with the idea of you know i'm listening to all this stuff that i make like on the stereo that we kind of rigged up at the crib and through headphones but this is actually a venue i can hear this shit loud right i can super how, loud basing. how close how close is this stuff that i'm making sound like something superficial that we listen to all the time when we go to the club yeah or right, in right, the right. car right so we would do that you know i'd lose first round easy yeah because i'm just doing loops and shit you know but i'm i'm looking at everybody else i'm listening and seeing what they brought right and getting to check out the competition see who's doing what yeah it was, and it was fun that part of it was fun like it was kind of competition but i was i was really just all in with learning how how it was supposed to work mm-hmm. and so i i i you know took to understanding that there were different templates and you know different go-to sounds and presets and different stuff like that and then stepping up learning that oh okay that's fruity loops oh okay that's reason okay mm-hmm. that's that's this that's that so i'm going from mtv music generator to you know and rolling xp80 to tritons to mpcs to fruity loops that was <laughs> that was so looked down on yeah. that shit was so looked down on back in the day now it's like industry standards yeah, like, he's the only thing that, that people pro- even want to yeah. hear about yeah yeah send me the send me the fruity loop session like that shit was so crazy back in the day you couldn't say that you could you would like kind of say it under your breath because everybody else is like pro tools and NPC and shit but but i mean technology yeah, no, no. moves so quick right and, you know, it just it kind of I kind of got swept up in it and just kept creating and kept moving it around and yeah, pretty much. So it was just, it, what, when when you started battling, who who were producers that you were battling with? Who were guys that were Man, kicking your ass right so now? So DJ Needles first and foremost. Um, phase one was mopping the floor with everybody. Uh-huh. Shout out to him up in New York. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Um, Ben Bounce. He was kicking ass. He his shit was just so thorough. Like he knew his shit. He knew reason from front to back. He right. Knew, he knew music. He knew the records. Like he knew exactly what he was doing. Um, Dro, my boy Dro, he doesn't create anymore. Uh, he makes money, and I'm not mad at that. <laughs> hey. But he was a beast. I still go to him every once in a while when I make something. Let him hear it. He, yeah. If he's excited about it, I know I got something. Very nice. Um. Uh, the, the, the architect was killing shit. Like he was, him and who was that million billion dollar click? Uh huh. They, they were killing shit. Man, it was so many. Who else? Uh, where were you battling at in the city? Uh, was battling at in the duck room. We were in the duck room and the Elvis room at uh-huh. Blueberry Hill. Yeah, I mean right, the Elvis right. room. That's what I was thinking off the bat. I think I battled at um, fucking uh, the African Palace. Uh, battled um, at Atomic Cowboy. Right. Battled at the Gramophone. Uh, I don't know. Again, sorry if I offend anybody for not oh, remembering, man, no. but I don't remember much. I don't think anybody like specific. <laughs> but yeah, we um, just anywhere somebody was holding one, I totally. go. Yeah, I, I went up to Reggie's in Chicago, just nice. like 
to step out mm -hmm. and and see if I could do it, and I did it, and it was cool. I didn't win, but I was cool with that. I, just to get the chance and to learn and to hear, you know, just it was mostly people from Chicago in the beat battle. Mm -hmm. So right. just to really see what they were on like okay this guy's got this and this guy's got that or this guy's got the same shit that this guy had in st louis that's what's up every we're all doing we're all doing what we can do yeah and it sounds amazing it right, sounds right. young it sounds fresh it sounds doo-doo it sounds like <laughs> right. it's just everything but just the fact that everybody was there and supporting each other and, and really learning from each other was like amazing that's great so you work in reason right yes and you've worked in reason how long now uh, what was it 2000 2000 is 2002 2003 uh -huh. maybe sure. like like uh 2.5 version uh -huh. yep and you said you're on you told me just earlier you're on six yeah still. i'm on six um i've been dedicated to five and six i'm gonna step up and get the i don't even know what the new i think they're on nine eight or nine okay um, I'm gonna check that out. Uh, I have everything. I, ha I I got a tower that I invested in. I built it um, just to make beats. So you're on PC. Nice. Yeah, I'm on PC. Have uh, you always been on PC? Yep. Okay, so that's kind of what I was gonna lead into. Uh, I wanted to ask you because I think Reasons maybe had this amazing longevity because against uh, only against gosh like new coming. Dawes, are you getting cross platforms? Right, right. But like, you'll get cast that make beats in Logic, but that's only a Mac. You'll get cast right. that make beats in Fruity Loops, that's only on PC. So, a, a guy like you is making beats in Reason. So you're you're on PC. Ben Bounce has always been on on Mac, as far as I know, and, yep. and you guys are giving each other tips. So I, I'm I'm curious. Do you think that Reasons maybe had a really good foothold as long as it has because it's been cross platform as long as it has I, been going? I believe so. A lot of people say that the strength of Reason is. Um, the melodies, mm -hmm. the, the the melodic sounds in it, right. um, and you can rewire. So you can, if you know what you're doing, you could hook up Reason to Machine to sure. some other shit that you need Pro Tools. Put it in Pro Tools. Yeah, yeah. Right, kind of um, like a master slave situation. Yeah, and right. then you know, it's it's just kind of I always compare it to um, it being one of those things, kind of like. Um, when 16-bit video games were in, you had Sega, and then you had, you know, Nintendo had their thing, and Neo mm. Geo had their thing, sure. and, you know, you got all of these different things competing, but they're all kind of at the same level, so it's really pick your poison. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, some people will see it or feel it, be able to work it one way, oh, and, yeah. it, and they just get it. That was my thing with Reason. When I started with Reason, it wasn't really so much to just try to make the best beats I could ever make. It was just, like... Oh, I can make beats with this? That's fucking cool. Oh, what's this? This is the redrum, and I can put samples in it, and I press this button, and it's like kind of like a beat machine itself. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And then when I got tired of that, I had the other modules that I was learning, and, you know, and that's that's pretty much why I stick with it now, because I have the, the same learning process within it, right, right, right. and I'm, I'm used to it. And oh, I know why I, change up a fear? Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then I can hear something, and somebody showed me that they made this in Pro Tools, or they made this in something else, and I can hear it, and I can... I can replicate it in reason. I can figure it out. Totally. And and after I figure it out, it's not so much to do exactly what they did, but just to kind of, you know, now I got something new it, in you know? the arsenal that I can put my spin on yeah. and, you know, make it something different my own. Absolutely. So how would you say is the learning curve on reason? Because, you know, me and you've always talked in the past, like, you know, me being at fruitless person you being a reason person we try to you know go back and forth on stuff and we kind of had like the same kind of deal was like the learning curve for us was like huh like how would you feel the learning curve for someone uh have you know trying reason for the first time like how would you think they should get into it like because i know you need midi equipment usually to use reason in the like right format so how would you say the learning curve of reason overall would be I, I think it's pretty easy, especially to somebody that doesn't know anything. Mm -hmm. It's just all in in how it's brought to them, who who's teaching it to them, what what YouTube uh, person is bringing it to you, or um, how your mind works, how you want to create. Right, Some people right. are more tonal; they want to do, they want to deal with the NPC pads, they want to make, you know, just. Uh, one shot sounds or, or chopping sample stuff mm. you can do that in there it's easy to learn in there um, but some people you know they just want to I'm a keyboard person 
Like right. I don't necessarily need so many pads and I, I'm a keyboard person. Right, this right, right. key is gonna do what I need to do. I can change the resolution on the key or whatever. I can do what I need to do that way. And you know, it's a keyboard. You just play it as long as you know where to hit record at. It's it's pretty simple to me. I think Fruity Loops is simple also because early on I did flirt with that and it wasn't bad. I just I, I took to reason a little bit quicker. Sure. And I just stuck with it. I think the visual representation of everything in reason is what can have you know kind of attract people at first it's oh, like yeah. very very easy to like see this is connected to this like if you're coming from an analog world it, it seems to be like that would right, be always right. the, you know what you prefer yeah you're looking at the rack and then you can look at the world view of it and then you can get off get into it like with somebody who's really looking to produce you know a, a piece of work you need to be able to see it in those type of ways so yeah. if, you, if you're kind of systematic in that way visually is is perfect nice Nice, nice, nice. So, you know, going back to Beat Battling for a second, you know, um, I know you were the champion back in the day for the Red Bull Big Tune back in 2010. Okay, yeah. So, tell us a little bit of history on that. Like, how did that kind of come about and, like, what did that kind of take you from there? So, like I was saying, I, once I, I really started, okay, making beats and wanting people to hear them and people using them and, and battling, it's like the natural next progression within me battling was like finding other places to battle or other things online that was like when i really found the internet really was when i started making beats right right um it was just different message boards and everything i yeah. think I, I forgot the name of the site i was on a couple sites where you battle your beats and you can also sell them like rock battle and stuff like yeah that. like rock battle mm. um Forgot the PMP name. and stuff like that. Not PMP. It was something else. I forgot the name of it. No disrespect to it. Um, but yeah, I saw a couple guys talking about um, different battles every now and then that were going on. And I think one day, um, I think one day I went on YouTube. I clicked a couple links and I saw. Uh, I think it was Seasick uh-huh. in a red in a big tune from that year whatever it was and it shit was amazing and I got caught up in that for a minute and was like yeah I'm not ready to be battle <laughs> that shit but then I, I kind of you know widened my view of it and saw everybody else that was battling saw the stage they were on saw the, that there was a venue of people saw that they went from you know place to place and they were really it was really it was really cultural and I was mm. like well Shit, I need to be in there some type of way. Like sure. I don't necessarily have to battle, but I this is where I need to head to now. Uh-huh. So I started, you know, paying attention to it and following, you know, a lot of the the guys that were in the past battles and seeing what, you know, seeing what they did with it afterwards and you know, you win, you get a uh, top tier artist on the track. It's just oh, wow. one it's just one song, but you know, you sitting there with with a whole folder full of beats for somebody who's a top tier artist, right. you could probably parlay that, parlay that into something else, or you know, just anything. People were winning money, people were winning prizes, yeah. And that yeah, was right. outside of like the Red Bull bat. So I'm like, okay, cool. Naturally, I'm gonna go see what that's about, and I kind of stuck with it and kept paying attention. And um, I can't remember. I'm not sure. I think it might have been solo. Somebody told me. That they were coming to St. Louis, and um, you know, did I think I wanted to be a part of it? And mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, shit, yeah." I mean, if they'll have me, right? They're like, "Well, you know, you know, all you do is sub- submit your stuff, and hear the parameters, and they'll be choosing." And I was like, well, "Shit, cool, I'll do it." And then I was doing it, and then some other people locally that I knew of, they were hearing about it, and they were jumping into it. I was like, "Oh, okay, so I see the field now. Okay, it's it's us. Right. Cool." Yeah, let's fuck with it. Somebody from St. Louis or somebody from this region is going to be able to do something with it. And I'll be able to take that next step to have done that. So right. that's cool. That's awesome. Yep. And you went to that next step. Like, you ended up winning the uh, the, the regional here. Man, it was it was fun. It was fun. I felt like I kind of cheated to a certain extent. But it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that I cheated. It was just the fact that there were so many people there that really 
followed what I was doing and were some way a part of what I was trying to do or I was a part of what they were trying to do uh-huh. and we all kind of banded together and supported each other so that support translated in that type of setting because the judges beats would drop and it, it'd only be like two notes in and everybody go nuts and the judges are hey, looking man. at each other like what the fuck <laughs> what's gonna happen like, <laughs> <laughs> like I remember when you played a government name man at the very end everyone was like Oh, everybody start singing the lyrics to the whole song. Shout yeah. out to Rockwell Knuckles. You know, he's just like, damn. Yeah, everybody was like, okay, okay. All the judges were like, all right. So, y'all like that. That's what's up. That was crazy. That was a moment. <laughs> I still didn't know how it was going to go. You know, I, people still had to pick and had to judge. Um, right, 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 right. M80, crazy. Um, who's, the, who's the guy? Shit, I forget. But, um. Who you talking about? Uh, guy from Chicago. I forgot his name. Like he was the, he was the guy. Like going into it, he was the guy. Uh-huh. He was in line to go ahead. This was nothing. This was easy. Yeah. You know, easy work. Go into St. Louis right quick. Dust everybody off. Yeah. Go to nationals or whatever. And he didn't make it as far as he thought. Oh no. Who you losing? Uh, it might have been Tech. I don't know. I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, I can't remember. It might have been Tech or it might have been Jay Rose. Uh, Jay Rose from Dallas. Shout, Shout out to Jay, Jay Rose. Rose. That might, it might have been him that knocked him out. I can't remember. Um, or it might have been uh, who's my guy in KC? Uh, they uh, call me Bo. Yeah, it might have been Bo. Yeah, Shout out to Bo, man. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was crazy. It was fun. Um, messed around and won. Um, Walking off the stage and people not even letting you get off the stage good because they're, you know, congratulating you. And then, you know, you get led into a room where somebody interviewed you. Like, I'm not used to any of that type of shit. (laughs) So that was that was pretty cool. It was like, I guess if somebody were to win like a playoff game or a Super Bowl or or get a a Grammy or some shit like For me, not having done anything, like that's how I felt. So that was that was pretty cool. And then after that, Red Bull rolled out the red carpet and shout out to Red Bull. Like they they really went in. Like they were really about that shit. They made sure we felt like somebody. Like we really did some shit. They put us in position and we got to, you know, sit and talk to S1 and Just Blaze and DJ Premier and Jake One and a whole host of people that do this. Uh Like have been certified as doing this the best that it can be done and telling you how you can do it too you're here so you of course you can do it <laughs> so here's some things that you can do to help do it and that was just it was overwhelming because when i was there in in chicago um they put us up in a nice hotel and i'm just feeling on another level i'm sure uh, feeling on another level but at the same time feeling Feeling like, oh shit! All these people in this room, right, 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 can kill me. Oh, for sure, <laughs> enjoy their presence. I don't yeah, know. I yeah, yeah. It was, it was intimidating, but it was, it was fun. Just, just hearing all this shit, I felt, I, I, I was honored just to be there and be a Absolutely. part of this. Right, shit right, was right. Amazing. That's killer, man. Man, just so. Let me ask you a question, man, because I know you gave me tips and stuff in the past, man, just, you know, when I was coming up in the game, man, which I appreciate, you know, 100%. So if I could uh, say, if you could give any kind of tips to anyone upcoming as far as just, like, knowing what they need to do to succeed or, like, help improve their own craft or anything like that, like, just general stuff or just words of wisdom that, you know, that my boy Trifecta can give, like, what you what you normally do? I'm... Just, just keep creating, keep creating. Hit save, <laughs> create, hit save. Online. Yeah, back it up. Hard Man. drives. Get you a terabyte. Get you a fucking external. Get you an internal. Get, get your Dropbox, SoundCloud. Like, make sure you got your stuff saved. And just create. Don't take it overly seriously up, up front. Just create, store it, go back to it, tweak it, let people hear it. Go back again, tweak it some more. Listen to lots of music, not just one genre. Don't don't box yourself in too early because then it's it's tough to branch out later because you've already trained yourself sure. to think and do stuff a different way. Right. Um, yeah, just just have fun with it, and through having fun with it, if you end up making strides with it, 
then you can talk about some of the other stuff that's a little bit more serious that you can really start to you know hanker down on and anchor in and possibly make some money or make a you know for first and foremost make a name for yourself it's hard to make money if you don't make a name for yourself Absolutely. So. right but that's all down the line just have fun with it just just keep creating and keep saving it keep tweaking it and keep learning you know it's, it's always in the beginning it's always a good time to learn as much as you can right. like i said like me as a prime example i i touched a few things but once i really settled in on reason it's hard for me to learn anything else sure like i can but it, it's frustrating because it takes more time when you're learning and in reason i can just open way. up a session i can knock out five beats in the time it takes me to learn how to save something on some other shit <laughs> right now something mm-hmm. crazy I feel you, I feel you. So uh, let me ask you this. Who right now, who are you working with? Like who are you actually working with as of now? Maybe past or present or just future wise, who you looking to work with? Um I guess artist wise, I'm working with the Knuckles, kinda helping them round out some things. They have a ton of tracks that Matt knows. They they come over here and Amazing. And when they finally settled settle on the ones they want to use out of the hundred or so that they have. Matt mixes and masters them and makes them sound the best. Um, yeah, kind of working with them. Not so much producing everything for them, but kind of being, you know, I'll, I'll produce some things for them and kind of help build them, but more so just the o- overseeing, like, everything they got. Just to, just to be a person that they, you know, respect enough to ask what you think about this or just email me something and not say nothing because they expect me to listen to it and give them <laughs> honest feedback you know make or break it's like I'm, I'm appreciative so I, I definitely jump in and do it and, and they got some good things bubbling I just finished the whole project with uh, Teresa Payne nice right, right right yeah get my heart back that was pretty cool that um I'm really like an R&B uh-huh like that that was my base that was as far as my love for music, that was my base. Like, I ride around with my mom. She's listening to um, Magic 108. Yeah. Right. Go back. And if it's too late, The Quiet Storm. Hey, anybody that has a Magic 108 Scully, um, leave a comment or call these guys or contact me. <laughs> I'm going to try to get that from you. That and a be there. Not be there too, but a be there Scully. Like hit me up. I'm I like old St. Louis shit. And and a steamers Scully. Yeah, hit me up. Hey. <laughs> I I done already got off track. Um <laughs> Teresa Payne, yeah. get my heart back. That's on iTunes and Spotify and everywhere. We did that through um uh we did that through Soul Spasm, which uh-huh. was dope because uh I wasn't expecting anybody to pick it up. I was just thinking we just gonna do our own little thing and put it on SoundCloud and see what happens. Right, but right. Uh, the homie Vandalism, uh-huh. shout out to Van. He uh, he hit Teresa up and he had caught wind of some information from Soul Spasm and they were like, we would actually like to get into the business of doing some stuff with some singers and R&B, you know, diversifying other than just hip hop yeah. and instrumental. Nice, so nice. you know, we went ahead and I guess pioneered that hopefully more people will be doing that That's bigger great. and better than we did it right shout out to Ben for that man yeah but it's it's out there um i just saw thizzle the other day in the studio with nice. the knuckles they got some stuff coming nice. um me and him did i did some work on his last project uh is that against all odds that i had some stuff on dude puts out so much stuff i can't keep track yeah. but it's all quality definitely go and uh go and google thizzle or i think he has a website thizzle.com Catch up the Thizzle. If you follow me, you follow Thizzle. If you're not following me, do that and then follow Thizzle. Um, did some work with Fiend. Uh huh. Feed Fiend Jet Life. I did some stuff with um, Currencies label Jet Life. Yeah. Um, shout out to Street Wiz and Young Roddy and. I love Young Roddy, man. Hey. Who else is on that? think corner boy uh shout out to everybody over there shout out to musa um 
uh, definitely did stuff with Rucka Puff. That was like one of the first artists here uh-huh. that really embraced me and wanted to do like whole projects to do as much oh, yeah. as we could. That's right. cool. We I came, remember Turkey Ham. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We came, we came with that one. He's got some other stuff too. Yeah, you know, he uh, definitely changed his name around. Definitely on a different vibe now. Yeah, so shout Zeus, out Zeus, Zeus out here. Water. Yep. Still, still with the hustle. Like that's. His hustle can be unmatched, is, is unmatched too. Oh man, he's an OG man. He's like man, killing he, the scene in St. Louis man. 20 years straight. And, it, and right? it kills me because he pops up like in the middle of the map. Uh-huh. And you get you get to see the pictures and the videos and like they're embracing him in like Nebraska and shit. Like, That's wild. Yeah. Shout out to Zeus Waters, man. Yeah, he, he's, he's definitely moving around the region making some moves. Um, definitely did work with Tev. I mean, Everybody that's pretty much connected to Tef and Rocky and Indiana Rome and Teresa. Yeah. I, I probably did something with them. Right. Um, and that's no slight to anybody that I'm not naming. I'm just. Oh, it's just an easy thing to. I, it's hard to name everybody. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I, I think that's what I don't. I don't take myself like super seriously. So in that, that kind of leaves other people slighted that I have worked with. And I'm sorry about that. I'm trying to be better about it, but. I'm just me. I, I like I'm, names. Man, I'm, hey. I'm in the dungeon. I eat chicken. I, uh, <laughs> I watch sports. Uh, rest in peace, Craig Sager. He's like an uncle to me. Duh. Not because I know him personally, but because I watch a lot of basketball. Yeah. And I grew up with that man, man. wearing them silly suits. Dude, he, man, everyone in his honor got to wear a Kojic suit, dog. Just just cause, man. Yeah, dog. I got to go out tomorrow to, to a, um, what is it? A, what is it? A uh, upscale attire event or some shit. I might. I don't know. I might wear something crazy today. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't like attention, so it's weird. Cause I, no, I understand. You be low it's key, like, though. that sounds like a great idea, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, I understand. Y'all know you be low. I know the low-key life. I understand. Dog. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's get up, grind it, keep grinding it, throw it out, let it do what it's going to do, keep grinding, keep creating. Um, but yeah, just to, if you're in St. Louis and... And I met you back in like 06, 07. We probably did a track. We might have did a track. Right. Shit. I did uh I did some stuff with 12 to 6. Yeah. I did some stuff. Right, right, right. I did some stuff with hella people. I think I got um man, so I was I, this one beat, this one beat is crazy. Shout out to uh I think it was Just Time and Ray Goss. Uh-huh. I think they had they I think they had one on one of my beats and I really liked it. But I forgot the name of the song. I love that beat. Song Shouts out dope. that song. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. let us know. <laughs> yeah. I, please do. Please, I missed that one. I don't know how I don't have it. Well, I I, I think it was 2011. I had a, a hard drive die. Rest in peace to that hard drive. Oh, no. That had some shit on it. That's worse. Yeah, that and, and that's another thing too. Yeah. That's why I say to the young up and coming, definitely hit save on your shit because Man. and then have different ways that you have it backed up because once that hard drive dies. Yes, you gotta pay an arm and a leg. Outs, you know? Yeah, yeah, that too. That too. Just do that. Man, have like it. have like stuff like Google Drive and Dropbox yeah. set up on some just in case shit. Tell me, somebody um put a CD in my face the other day. It was a CD of something I put out a while like a long time. I don't even remember what it was. I was like, oh, that's probably got some shit on it. I'd have no clue what's on it. Like yeah. it's been so long, but yeah, definitely back up everything and record everything. You know, just keep. Keep working on it. Keep experimenting and shit. And uh, one of the last little few questions I got me personally is, like, you know I'm a sample head. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know you a sample head in a sense, too. So let me ask you a question. Uh, I know we don't really reveal too many things about who we sample and shit like that, but if you had to say, like, a particular song or something that stood out to you or a particular beat that you made that had, like, a really dope sample, no matter what genre it fit in, like, what would you say is, like, one of your own personal favorites? I like my uh, David Ruffin sample that I did, like, earlier this summer. And I finally got it close to what I wanted to sound like now. Mm-hmm. And I was in the studio the other night, and I was just running through stuff because Rocky and Lowe hadn't heard nothing in a while. So I'm like, all right, let me run through some stuff. And I played that when I wasn't going to play it, but I played it, and they loved it. But it was more so because the song, the the source song was so fucking good. Yeah. And that's my thing. Like, I I try to approach, I I try not to disrespect the sample for, 
there's tons of shit I've not sampled just because I, what am I gonna do with it? That shit's already <laughs> immaculate. Right. But it's some shit where it's like, okay, I'll play around with it. If I come up with some, maybe I'll throw it out there. But I, I did something too. It, it was cool. I forgot the exact uh, uh, slow dance. David Ruffin slow dance. Okay. And then like last week, I seen somebody post something on Instagram and they sampled David Ruffin slow dance. <laughs> And they trapped it out though. Yeah. So it was it was interesting. It's a different feel. Yeah, it was a different feel. Like, right, right, right. but you could tell they did it just to say that they did it because it wasn't like super great. It was just like they did that <laughs> shit. Now. So it was it was cool because had you not ever heard that song sampled by anybody else, uh-huh. that shit was tight. But then you know how the sample go. You know how the sample game. Yeah, like y'all know. Like, uh, yeah, every, you know. I mean, that's another thing too with the with the advent of the internet and everybody having access to each other, let alone different, um, you know, different different resources. Is just and using each other as a resource, pretty much. Right. Is that you? Are, you're you're more than likely not gonna find too much that that isn't already been put out that's been distributed that's not, not sampled, sampled. <laughs> I mean you gotta remember like one of the first back in the day right yeah back in the day one of the things they will, it was like you can't sample that because such and such sampled that but Fuck now it's that. like yeah I mean if you flip it like I mean I, how many times have we maybe heard Funky Drummer yeah but I mean James you can't Brown. just flip you yeah. can't just flip it bad though You know what I mean You're Right I mean Cause you can flip You can speed it up Make it drum and bass Slow down Make it hip hop Sure So you, know, you got You got shit like uh, Any James Brown so like Just James Brown in general mm-hmm. Curtis Mayfield sure. or Isaac yeah. Hayes Some shit like that Curtis Mayfield a lot Yeah man it's like, it's like You can flip it like Five six different ways And that's I know you encouraged me To do that a long time ago And I tell people The same thing If you gonna sample it's cool to sample one way, but try to sample it more than one way so oh, you yeah. get out. Because that's how you get good, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sample it, chop it different at different points, different ways. Dude, like... Just just kind of play around with it. Because to a certain extent, among amongst your peers, you're already going to get that, that side eye anyway. Right. Like, uh, he, oh, so he think he good enough to sample <laughs> this shit. Okay, okay. Man. You always... You, <laughs> There's always gonna be somebody to get that, man. And it's okay to, you know, give it a shot. You know, there's nothing, nothing lost or gained. Well, there's nothing lost really. You can gain quite a bit, but <laughs> I mean, you know, you just try it and do it and see how it works out. Right. I, I, I haven't really put too much out in a while because I was really self-conscious about first how I wanted it to sound. Mm-hmm. And you know you get studio here on your own shit real quick because it's yours and you're right. tweaking it and you're you're in it micromanaging at certain points and stuff and you right, don't right, hear right. it the same after when you first started but uh, you know it's it's all part of the process really right and and when you do when you do enjoy the process it shows in the end like that's the biggest thing I learned is that like if you respect the music and you enjoy the process of creating and learning and building and right. you know kind of uh you know dealing with some of the other producers and other creatives like that's that's where the reward is really sure and then everything else after that like everything else, like okay so you're gonna make yourself a sandwich and eat it and then somebody comes by and says that was a great sandwich that you just ate here's twenty dollars like <laughs> <laughs> like that's the, you didn't expect that right and I kind of it's kind of the same thing with me and, and how I approach the music it's like yeah it's not you know nobody gonna get a beat for 20 bucks but it's like I enjoy the process of you know finding the source song that I ended up sampling or yeah. coming across it and just listen to it over and over and over right, and right, then right. chopping it the first time and trying to hurry up and make a beat and then fucking that up and then going back you know giving it some space and listening and going back and tearing it down trying again starting all fresh and and then eventually getting to the point where i do let somebody hear it and they're like this is dope this is crazy and you know by that time you don't think it's that dope or that crazy because you've been playing with it so long but just to to get some positive feedback from that is is that's, for me, it's the best. It feels like I, I achieved what I set out to do because I want to make you feel something with the music. Like I want you to, I want it to physically make you dance. Yeah. I want it to, you know, if it's a song that, or a beat or instrumental that that's kind of deep and it makes you wander off and think, then more than likely when I was making it, that's how I felt about it. I have right, beats right. where I didn't put it. You know, I might just chop the sample up and just 
that's it. No, uh-huh. no drums on top of it or anything. I just chopped and rearranged the sample and and sequenced a certain way, and I just got lost in the loop of it. Yeah, man. And I let somebody else hear, and I'd be like, "Well, I'm not sure about that one because I don't, I don't know. I don't think I'm done with it." And they're like, "No, this is done." This is done. I wanna, I wanna rap all over right? it. Yeah. I always like that. That when I get somebody to tell me that, I'm like, okay, let me, let me respect the. Uh, <laughs> right, right. It's the, you know what I mean. There's a part of if you're making it for that particular, and if it's gonna be something that somebody's gonna jump on, you just kind of gotta respect when they say they think that it's cooked the right yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, you you exactly. really gotta step back, and if if you. If you know them, you're comfortable with what they bring to the table and what they could possibly add to it, then you just go ahead and give it to them. Yeah. But me being me, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to go back, and I'm going to make another version <laughs> and get something else ready and do something a little bit different to it, and I'm going to keep working that sample. I've had stuff that I've – samples that I've oh, – I've sampled the shit out of a song like 15 times. <laughs> this is oh, my yeah. version. Oh, yeah. Man. Like, yeah, you know, like this right. is this is the one I would let rappers hear and this man. is the one that I would just listen to myself and this is the one that when I get time, I'm gonna go back and mess with it again yeah. and all that shit. Man, like and I guess we, we think on the same wavelength to an extent because I know we've swapped samples and shit like that. We yeah. put each other on game and shit like that. So I already know man like that's why like some shit I I I do have And I'm like No I'm not telling No one about this shit Yeah And then I got shit like You know like you said I don't mind sharing mm-hmm. But uh And then like Just like my techniques And shit like that too Like I know you got techniques That you probably would never say Or like okay This is my own personal thing Or like Hey I don't mind Giving you the game on this I, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm pretty much open book, really. Right. I respect other people that, that want to keep their sample, their source song, and, and their mystique sacred. I mean, protect your magic and all of that shit. But I, I'm, I'm just kind of different. I don't take myself as seriously as I maybe I should. But, you know, if anybody's wanting to know how I do what I do, I'm like, the only way I can really, you know show you is for you to come physically see it and you know and that's when we have time i sure. can tell you but right, it doesn't right, right. make sense it's yeah. kind of it's kind of simple in comparison to probably what you're already doing so right right, right. <laughs> but yeah i'm i'm willing to share whatever i i don't there i don't feel go. like i'm losing anything I, I always feel it's like uh you i can tell you everything i do but with you not having my experience how are yeah. you you know yeah not, that too. and it's not like my experience like level it's like I, my life yeah, yeah, yeah. This point makes me choose to oh, do yeah. what I'm doing. So you, you yeah, can know and, the knowledge, but and you that's can't another have thing too. Exactly. <laughs> that's another thing too. Like I step away from periods at a time from creating just to live life and let life inspire me to make whatever it is I'm gonna make next, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and how I'm gonna make it next. Like with what type of, with what type of tone or what type of you know, if it's gonna be aggressive, if it's gonna be laid back and whimsical, if it's gonna be super big and dramatic. Or, I just let it. I, and then also too, my I'm I'm the way I the way I create is just as random as how I am really. So you know I can be sitting down and spend like two out two or three hours on trying to make a beat and not get shit done. Sure. I can sit down and make like eight beats. None of them sound the same. <laughs> All unique, banging. Yeah, well, not even banging, <laughs> just just different. Like sure. some of the stuff um, that I've been on lately has just been really tranquil stuff just right. really so, chill stuff i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna ask for my my last question so 2017 can we get a trifecta beat tape man yeah i, I guess i talked it up earlier so we yeah we could do that i have to come back and see you though you know i gotta oh man come. i just want to hear oh, it man. i just want to you know you we gotta hear all of it you you gotta watch what you ask for ah! <laughs> be in here now i want to get a trifecta beat tape 2017 man yeah, great we'll christmas present <laughs> man, bro we'll do that i i have a i have like about 30 or 40 that I keep in rotation and then maybe like eight of them are kind of something like what I might want to put out and I want to put a couple make another 10 or 15 to go with it or yeah it's all it's all in flux but I'm, I'm narrowing it down it's it's gonna be a good feel I think the other stuff that I've been that I've done in the past has just been really uh dramatic and aggressive and playful and bouncy and this is gonna be kind of bouncy but it's gonna it's gonna feel good nice right 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 right. yeah man but shit i mean you know i've been a fan of your work man for like a long time just so you know the day you come out Mm. with that you know (laughs) you know you're gonna have to let me hear that oh yeah yeah you know you're gonna have to you're gonna hear it before everybody else oh oh, absolutely yeah i got like i got like maybe 10 people i just like okay look here, I'm bothering you to listen to this. 
Listen to it whenever. Let me know what you think. Yeah. And it's like I don't really move until I get everybody back saying, "Okay, I like that." Right, 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 right. And that, and and then there's some stuff that I don't really care about. I just throw it out there. On, well, I, I was at a certain point on SoundCloud, but I haven't put anything on SoundCloud in forever. It's just I, I think I, I think I kind of got discouraged and turned off by the fact that everything is just so oversaturated. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it comes down to if I'm gonna put something out, I have to put it out a creative way. Right, right, right. And you kind of got to promo it, and I'm horrible at promo. Even if it's my shit, I'ma just. I don't like spamming. I don't like feeling like I'm spamming people's no, email no. or their timeline. Hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Oh, I mean, like, right, your work right. speaks for itself. Everybody knows your shit already. already right, you know? man. I mean, well, I mean, just you know just in general, I feel like everybody's stuff speaks for itself. And sure. It, and after you've kind of like posted it like maybe three times in a day. Oh, but yours like will go around. Eight when days. It, it, people will speak for you, I think. <laughs> right. You know what and, I mean? Right. Like, you, you don't need so you don't need it necessarily. Like I said, we've known you. Like, I've known you for, like I said, going on eight years at this point. And, like I said, every time I heard one of your beats, I've been like, just been like, shit. I man, appreciate that's it. that's nigga. So. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm not Mike Will, so. <laughs> in my mind, I'm a little, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot lower on, on that type of level but i do appreciate that i think it's for me it feels like i've just built some decent relationships yeah. and done my best to maintain them mm-hmm. and not not destroy them sure and and that goes a long way too when you're trying to like put out stuff and distribute it like on a larger scale than just you know just you and your friends to listen to uh-huh. and so that's another thing too i tell i know producers generally we get a we get generalized as people who don't come out the house and don't communicate with people well and all that shit. Right, right, right. And it might be true, it might not, but you know, if you're hearing this, just do your best to be personable to people and be open to the fact that somebody is going to want to your, want your time and attention, right? <laughs> and just be able to, you know, kind of figure out how you want to deal with that in the best way, so that you can keep those relationships and maintain them and make them fruitful i think that's the biggest thing I, I i do my best to get around but i don't i don't like coming out yeah. so so i got friends in new york that of course i got friends in st louis that don't see me think about the friends in new york that don't see me think about the friends in la that don't see me think about the friends in fucking chicago that don't see me in texas right uh, yeah shout out to texas though i got down there this uh this summer and I got to New York. I, I usually go to New York in the spring. I'll probably be up there again. Um, I'm afraid of L.A. <laughs> Why are you afraid of L.A., though? Because I know I'm not going to come back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything that I've, I've, everything that I know about L.A. is, is pretty cool. And and I, I, I love St. Louis a lot. And part of me wants to make sure that whatever I can make happen, make it happen from here, even though I just, it's almost impossible because you got to get out and move around and sure. right. and spend equal time, you know, or a certain amount of time in other places. But I don't know. I, L.A. is definitely, definitely... Uh, Calling your name? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all I got to say. Shout out to Trackstar and Camille. I'm going to come yeah. out there. Yeah. I'm, I'll be out there. Hey. All I gotta say is you better get your. Uh, you heard about that? Uh, what's that Missouri ID rule with like flying and shit? Like with the passports? It's like you yeah, gotta you have, have to have a passport. Yeah, to fly out of starting Missouri, in twenty. No. Yeah, yeah, starting in twenty eighteen. So they're gonna get it together. Our, our I hope so, work. man. Like, they don't want us to leave. Nah, <laughs> man. You, you know some shit. <laughs> they don't want there. me to leave. Yeah, man. I got, I'm like sorry, got my. Uh, nah, it's revenue. I feel them. Get your money. <laughs> they know everybody in St. Louis trying to get out of here. Get your money, government. Whatever. Right, St. Louis. Get all you can, cause when I go, I might not come back. Right. I wouldn't. <laughs> hey, wouldn't blame you. Shit. Man. Man, but uh, I think we pretty much yeah. have our time, man. No, we pretty much where we at. We need to be. We going to cut it short right here. Okay. I think uh, that wraps us up for uh, the first episode of uh, Fruit of the Boom. Fruit of the Boom. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm honored. I, I appreciate y'all inviting me for the first one. Oh yeah, man. man thanks d- for coming, dude. You like one of the main niggas I fuck with, dog. Yeah. So of course, so what would I bring you on? I, I mean, you know. Come on, bring, dude. Bring you. Come we on, gotta, we got to have a local celebrity I, in on I the promise, very first I promise, I thought one. he was Lando Cal. I was, <laughs> I was like, okay, let's talk hey, about the Shout out to Lando Cal. Check, <laughs> out, <laughs> check out JBGR's other uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, shout, out out to, yeah. shout out to my other podcast and, and the Straight Out Low Cash Network, man. Hell check yeah. them out, too, man, with my black oh, geek yeah. shit all day. My cousin Javon's a fool. 
Yeah, man. Shout he out ta- to Daryl. That's my dude. Man, Jimmy. Javon speaks you up all the time, dog. Yeah, I that's just seen nigga. him at Thanksgiving. He's talking to everybody head off. He got his plate and burnt out. Oh. In true form, no. In true form, in true form. Like, shit, he's a busy guy. Um, shit, he got a show tomorrow, I believe. This weekend, I, I, I'm not sure. But yeah, Class Clown, that's that's popping too. Perfect. Check that out. Google it. Uh, I think it's Class with a K. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. So yeah, check out the yeah, homie. Yeah, I'm horrible man, with definitely. promo. But yeah, Google Javon Bibbs and then go from there. You can find it. That's my cousin. He's funny as shit. Most definitely. Hey, so uh, anywhere they can follow you on social media or ca- try to contact you? If if that's something that you that you're interested in doing, um, at your own risk, you can find me at Trifecta on just about everything except for Facebook. It's T R I. F-E-C-K-T-A I know it's pretentious It's like A whole bunch of letters And too many syllables For a name I get it Um Yeah If you google that It's gonna try to correct it Don't let it correct it Just (laughs) Just go with it And you'll find me on Twitter Talking random shit And you'll see me on Instagram Posting random shit Maybe even a beat or two I'm gonna try to get better about that When they first did like The little insta snaps I was going ham with it Right. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm bad at that. Like, I do stuff for like two weeks. Uh-huh. And usually that's the shelf life. I just forget it. Like, I was on eggs and avocado real tough. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit fizzled out in like two weeks. And I've had to check myself. I was like, dude, it's been two weeks. You tripping. Get back on it. So I've been back on it. <laughs> eggs and, and avocado. <laughs> and we learn, we're learning. We're growing, you know. So if I learned anything from, from Trifecta tonight, it's eggs and avocado, save your shit, and uh, embrace uh, music from lots of places. Yeah. Hey. Ain't no problem. Yeah. All right. All right. For the boom, check it uh, the next time, and then check us uh, coming up soon at the next Fresh Produce STL. Most definitely. Uh, make sure you email us at any given time at fruitboompied at gmail.com. Fruitboompied. Fruitboompied. Three also, words, three syllables. Yes, sir. And also follow us at, at Fruit Boom Pod on uh, Twitter. Okay. And uh, make sure uh, follow us on SoundCloud. That's the first place we want to start putting some stuff out since we got these episodes. Uh, we'll definitely start moving to other formats, opening up. But we're going to start SoundCloud first, but then expand from there. Awesome. But most definitely, but if this has been our first episode, uh, thank you so much for coming and rocking with us, brother. Thank you. Thank Thanks you, thank for you. having me. Like, again, I, I, again, I said, uh, it's an honor. <laughs> I. I, I thank you guys. Thank you, bud. Uh, thank you, man. Much appreciated for having you come on. Awesome. Most definitely, most definitely. Well, we'll catch you uh, next time with the next episode. We'll holler at y'all. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye.